I hear the music. What is up? What is good? It is a Wednesday, and we're bringing you guys a very special conversation, two conversations with two Hall of Fame running backs. I did one solo. Yep. Sims was at home studying film. Yeah. That's Emmett Smith. And then we got to tag team Terrell Davis, and that one's coming up second. That one's really cool because if you remember – Sims was very open, saying that he wasn't sure if Terrell Davis was a Hall of Famer, and in great Sims fashion, he kind of said it right to his face. But he I tried loved to keep us. it real. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. I think he understood the reasoning, so that's it was good. Yeah, it was good. They're both really good. I honestly coming up right now is the conversation with Emmett Smith, and uh, I mainly focused on his times with the Arizona Cardinals. I thought I'd mix it up, so here's a conversation well, with Emmett Smith. And he didn't even talk about his last game ever was against the great Chris Sims and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We're gonna talk about that, but first the convo with Emmett Smith. What do you think of people that wear their Super Bowl rings all the time? You know. I- that's their option. That's, yeah. That's their choice. I would wear it all the time. I mean. Because you have three. Yeah. Have you ever worn all three at the same time? Never. Because all three was fitted for one finger. Oh, really? <laughs> so I could never wear them all at the same time. I imagine that of all the teams that have rings, Jerry would probably spare the least expense. I feel like he would go the biggest. No. You don't think have so? Have you seen the New England Patriots ring? Well, they're, they were a little bit. They wanted to throw in the faces of the NFL. They are gaudy. The, the I last mean, one. Huge. And they have 28. They look three like brass knuckles. Man. They're so big. Do you want it really big or do you want it more like I could wear this regularly? I want it so I can wear it regularly. Yeah. But I want it to look good and nice and, and, and stand out. What kind of an event does it have to be for you to go, guys, I'm wearing 95? There's I'm wearing an 92. event that I've been to. Really? There isn't one that I've been to. I've been to a lot of events, and I still don't even bring my Super Bowl rings out. Here's the reason why. Okay. It's because the way it's sized and the way it's cut and all the diamonds that's on it, when I go to shake hands, people squeeze the hand, and it and the cut and the diamonds cut into the size of my fingers. Man. And, I, and that's one of I the would most uncomfortable feelings. Bullshit. I would appreciate that. No, that's if the I, truth. If I shook your hand, oh, it cuts into your fingers it or It cuts theirs? into my finger. Oh, see, if it cut into mine, I'd be like... I got this. Cut no, see, it cuts into mine. It cuts into mine, and it hurts. And so I was just like, man, forget that. All right. Obviously, we're talking Emmett Smith, uh, all-time leading rusher, three-time Super Bowl champion, all around. He doesn't want me to call him a big baller. We're not going to go big baller anymore. Uh, you're here because of Charmin. Yes. Because you're in Times Square. If I, if you told me, hey Adam, you're going to work with Charmin to be in Times Square with bathrooms, I would have been like. I live in New York. I don't want to be near Times Square, but you actually made it fun. What were you doing today? Hey, man, why? Why not? I were mean, you helping people out? Were they using the bathroom? And they were like, Emmett, I don't have a, a chance, square. They got a chance to get a very, very unique experience today because they got a chance to walk into one of the cleanest, if not one, but 14 of the cleanest bathrooms in Times Square. Because that place scares me. Be- <laughs> it doesn't scare me. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Because from an outsider oh, coming sure. in, I enjoy it. It's, so- it's, a, it's like an outdoor crazy. Mall and like there's screens it's everywhere. It's an open air mall. It's the ultimate open air mall. All right, so I will say this. Uh, my girlfriend recently, we were out of toilet paper and she went and she got some brand and I threw it out and I said, I only wipe with Charmin. Charmin, it's the best. <laughs> I, ge- I genuinely <laughs> mean that. I'm not messing around. I'll do your job for you too. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, I mean, it is the best. I mean, you're right. You're absolutely right. And over 100 people showed up today Damn. at the Charmin's, was a Charmin store today and we got a chance to do what we call the first ever toilet bowl competition where I competed against over 100 some of my people tossing a roll of toilet paper into the into the toilet bowl. Yeah. And so everybody got a chance to win something. 
Everybody got a chance to take a photo. We got a chance to have a very unique experience. And we, like I said, we had over 14 ba- bathrooms uh, nice. themed out. All of them are themed out differently. 360. 360, baby. It was awesome. When you load your toilet paper in, do you have the paper on top or underneath? On top. On I top, agree. Baby. I think people underneath are just disgusting. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know what hey, you're pulling doing. Pulling up, pulling up. Just pull down. Yeah, just enjoy the flow. Uh, <laughs> I love it. I have enjoy so many. Enjoy the flow. I'm just coming up with, if Charmin's going to use any of these, I want a little bit of royalty, like <laughs> 0.05%. Um, I have so many football questions. Yes. But I also have other stuff. What was it like meeting Rick Moranis on the set of Little Giants? You know, because he was big time. He had Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, yeah, yeah. and then Little Giants. Yeah. Did you actually? What, did he think he was like a hot shot? No, no, he did not think he was a hot shot. He was very polite, very kind. Okay, and uh, you know, everybody on the set was pretty cool. Yeah, okay. cool to work with. Cool I feel like there was with. somebody that wasn't cool. Though. No, everybody was All cool. Right. I have not had too many bad experiences with butthole people. Gotcha. Uh, you butthole. know, pe- Charmin. Yeah, yeah, people that I can direct Charmin to to get did, them cleaned up. Did Spike from Little Giants think he was going to make it to I the NFL? I never saw Spike. I never saw Damn. Spike. I never saw Spike. They rubbed milk on his hamstrings before he went to sleep. <laughs> it didn't work. Man, that movie, I'm an Eagles fan, that, moved me, that movie made me dislike the Cowboys even more because they were the villain yet again. Well, you know, you're still hating because you haven't gotten to the place where we have gone. Where's that? Three times, five times, six times, Super Bowls, you know? Yeah. Those things? I've heard about them. Those rings that you talked about earlier at the top of the show yeah. that we have that y'all don't have yet? Yeah. You know, that kind of experience. See, I'm here to help you understand what it's like to get there, but also help you understand when you get there how you deal with it. All right, I want to ask you. So Carson Wentz just got hurt. Yes. It hurts my feelings. Hurt oh. my feelings tremendously because he was a, he is a great quarterback and has done tremendous things for your Eagles. And, and it saddens me yeah. because he was having such a great year. Uh, the reason I know he's and I special. Mean that for- I know. The reason I know he's special is every single former player that we've interviewed here or guy that's playing right now, it upsets them. That's how special he is that you want to watch him. Is there any chance that my Eagles ha- can still take home a ring? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, don't don't discount your your backup. I need your inspiration. That, don't discount your backup. I think I think your backup. Nick Foles. Yeah, I think Foles will be okay. Okay. Uh, I mean, you talking about a guy that used to be a starter? So he went twenty-seven the, touchdowns, two interceptions, one year. Oh, exactly. Don't think he can do it again. I mean, sitting behind Carson Carson Wentz over the last year and a half. Yeah. I mean, you're learning more. Who's better, Wentz or Dak? Dak. I know. I'm going with Dak. I'm going with my guy. And I'm being selfish. That's all. Because T.O. had the famous one. That's my quarterback. Right. What has it been like to watch people turn on Dak this year? Because I think Dak is you good. Know, I think I think the problem is Dak had such a great season last year, rookie of the year and everything else. He and Zeke both. Um, what people the people's expectations was were, were great, all because of what he did last year. What, what they failed to understand and analyze is that in your second year, it's going to be completely different than your first year because every team that you played against last year has tape on you now. Sure. They, there's a year tape on you that these defensive coordinators are sitting around analyzing and studying, and they're going back to the Minnesota game last year when you had had, had a an average game. They They're started going back really to a couple slow. Giants right. games. They're going back to a couple games. How about the fact that they lost Doug Free, Ronald Leary, Tyron Smith got hurt this year for like the first time ever. They Hello? lost wide receiver Hello? talent. Hello. And Zeke was out. Hello. 
Thank I, you. I don't understand it. You reckon, I understand it. It's called human nature. People don't look. Oh, tell me about that. It's called human nature. You understand the mindset of fans. I understand that people expect things to happen, and when it does not happen in the way that they expect it, they are completely disappointed, and they look to point fingers at somebody outside of themselves for their own high expectations. So I feel like everyone asked you Cowboys questions, and I wanted to ask you Arizona Cardinals questions. Please do. Because that were the last two years of your career. Yep. You set the rushing record there. But I went back no, and I— No, I didn't set the rushing record there. You did it beforehand. Yeah, I did. That's when that. you extended it to where you're like, nobody's freaking but, but, catching but, but, this but, shit. But you're right. Every time I was in a game in the Arizona Cardinals, I got plush yardage. Yeah, I you, was creating you were creating a new record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I so looked, you're right. Technically, you are right. You have a lot of interesting <laughs> things that happen there. One— your first year there, the D-line coach was Mean Joe Green. Yes. What the hell was that like? That's that was awesome. Joe Green and I are cool today. Did, what was it like to talk? Like, what did you When you met him, were you kind of shocked? Because I'm sure nah, he was big in your childhood. No, nah, I, I respect Joe Green so much. I really do. And uh, very knowledgeable football coach. Uh, very knowledgeable person. Understands, uh, obviously, the game itself and what it takes to become a Super Bowl champion. He's been on a number of Super Bowl yeah. championship teams. He's been on some very physical teams. Did so, ever did he ever throw you something? No, he didn't throw me like his jersey. Yeah, like that no. jersey. Thanks, Mean Joe. Yeah, no, he yeah. didn't. And no, I did. Uh, you also played with two of the baddest dudes ever. And I, because I will never play football at that level, and I will never take a hit. I imagine big guys fighting. If Leonard Davis went head to head with Larry Allen, what would happen? Larry Allen would destroy him. Really? Yes. Because Leonard Davis was an insanely huge, too. Larry Allen is an insanely strong individual. Do you have a story, whether it's the weight room or even like an Andre the Giant, where you witnessed how strong he is? Yes. When I, I seen him, I witnessed him bench press over 600 pounds. Golly. And come down off his chest, bring it up. And lock it out, and Rocket Ishmael diving over the top of him, all in excited. Why he's just putting the bar? Yeah, what's name? Yeah, yeah. And also pounds. witnessed Larry Allen chase down a defensive lineman after an interception in New Orleans. What did he ever do? Like really strong things in real life? Just like walking around. He was just such a quiet. Would you guys be out at a bar and he'd like lift the bar? No, no, no. Okay. He never did anything stupid like that. Larry was one of those kind of guys that would just sit back and just smile and laugh and go, hey, hey, hey. that's the way he laughed. <laughs> and so I heard. When a you know you're the baddest dude. Hey, I heard a story that Warren Sapp called uh, uh, one, Nate New one day and said, uh, uh, we was getting ready to play Tampa Bay. He said, you tell Larry Allen, I'm going to kick his butt. He said, hey, Warren, you don't want to do that. He said, no, you tell him I'm going to kick his butt. Then oh, the game happened and. And Warren Sapp ran into Larry Allen, and Nate called. He called Nate back, said, "Hey, man, I ain't doing that no more." That's amazing. That's how good. <laughs> that's, and that's how Warren good he is. Sapp. That's Warren Sapp. You also were there for two rookies. Yes. Your first year, rookie Anquan Bolden. Yes. And your second year, rookie Larry Fitzgerald. Yes. I mean, these are these have become all time wide receivers. Yes. And Sims and I always talk about this. When a rookie comes in, it means a lot to the veterans when you know he's good. Yes. If they're not good, it's very deflating. Right. If they're good, you go, we have help. Right. What was your first moment that you went Anquan Bolden's tough as hell? And what was your first moment for Larry Fitzgerald? First game Anquan. of the year against Detroit. Anquan's rookie year. I think he went so over 200 yards. And um, watching him catch the ball and run after the catch, uh, 
I knew he was tough, and I knew he was good. Uh, he was a football player. Coming yeah. from Florida State, I knew he had the capabilities. And being a Florida kid, I knew he was tough. You Florida guys. You can't hip it. You love it. it we, had, we had uh, uh, Isaac Bruce in here. Exactly. And everyone, he's like, Florida guy. Florida, Florida guy. Florida boy. Yeah. What about Larry? Because Larry, to me, is he's now like top five in all these statistics. Right. But he also carries himself a certain right. way. Did you know that he was different that way right away? I knew he was. Why? Because I watched him in college, watched him make plays in college. And even when he got to the pros, he had the humbleness and the work ethic and the desire to be special. Did he approach you? Like, I feel like he'd be a guy that go, hi, Mr. Smith. It's a pleasure to meet you, Mr. Not Smith. Not only did he approach me, but we became very good friends. And Larry and I, I mean, I was like his, just call it his big brother or his uncle. Yeah. And he treated me. Like he treated everyone else, he, he he always wanted to pick and joke and hang on all over me, like yeah. and, and jump all on my back. And I'm 35 years old at this time, <laughs> and I'm like tripping with Larry. But Larry was a playful, joyful person, beautiful personality, beautiful spirit, yeah. hard worker, wanting to be the best, and picking my brain, trying to understand what it takes to be the best. Isn't it great when a young guy does that? It's awesome. It's do, awesome. What do you think the percentage of rookies that actually do that are? Probably two percent. Really? Yeah, it's a low number. Why do you think it's just kids? Because people come into the game knowing that they understand the game or know the game been, enough. And they've been the best their yeah, whole yeah, lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so what can an old man like myself teach them? All right, so I have a few other guys you play with. I'm going to just say their name and you give me a reaction. Adrian Wilson. Awesome. Specimen. I loved him. Specimen. Because uh, I'm a huge Brian Dawkins yeah, fan, and yeah. I loved watching Adrian Wilson. Yeah, A-Dub a- a- was a, a, a very hard-nosed football player, hard-working guy, uh, physically uh, gifted, uh, very talented. Mm. And uh, I enjoy being around my Cardinals, Cardinals team. I was going to say, you played with a very young Josh McCown yes. who's still playing yes, right now. Did yes. you think he'd still be going? No, I didn't. And here's why. Because I didn't know if Josh would actually mature into the quarterback role like he should have. He, I mean, he relied on his arm strength a great deal versus getting it cerebrally. Right. Now I'm watching him play, and I'm like, oh, he actually has it now. It just took him 12 it, years. It took him a yeah, while to get yeah. there, but he has it. And I'm so proud of him to see him being in the league as long as he has been. I also forgot, and, and RIP, absolute legend, Pat Tillman. Yes. I didn't realize you were there no, when, I all, when he passed away and all of that happened. I wasn't there. What, what what did he die then? I think he passed. Uh, yeah, he passed. Nine eleven was two thousand one. Two thousand one. I was still a cowboy. And then you got there. Then I got there in two thousand and two, two thousand three. So all that had just happened. Yes. What was it like to be a part of that organization as they were going through all of that? Because um, you know, now, it, like the number forty. It's becoming like Pat Tillman's number. Yeah, yeah. And they have the statue of yeah. him, and he is like the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, I mean, it was it was awesome to be a part of the Cardinals organization and to be a part of the the transition from who people knew them once mm. were, who they were once, to who they are today. People I don't think remember. Oh, my God. Oh, they do. Because, when because the, a lot of people in the back of their mind, oh, it's the same old Cardinals. I but, still think of them sometimes as the NFC East. You know, when I would look, I go, okay, we're going to lose two to the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. We're going to split with the Giants. We're going to split with Washington. And we're going to win two against Arizona. That was the 90s. Right. We're taking two from Arizona. Not today. Not today. Not today. Man. Not today. And it's nice to see that, too, because uh, that organization deserve to be where they are. And to see them um, uh, go to the Super Bowl back against Pittsburgh and to see Anquan on the field and yeah. this year and all them boys on the field, Adrian Wilson and all them. Darnell Dockett Darnell was there. Darnell Dockett and yeah. all of those cats. 
uh, even Carlos Dansby. Damn. Yeah. And he was there for he, your last yes, year. Yes, he was there for my last year as well. And so, uh, uh, man, I was like, whoa, it's yeah. awesome. All right, I got one more question, then I have to let you go. Uh, about the 90s Cowboys team, I feel like everybody had a role off the field. Like if you guys would go out, you know, Michael was getting a little bit crazy, and I'm sure somebody – what was your role on that team? My role? Just like as a human, you know what I mean? Because I imagine you guys were policing yourselves. Yes. It was an incredible time. Yes. What did you th- – like if you guys were going out as a crew, what were you like? I was more like um, watching to make sure everybody else was okay. Okay. And making sure. Are you just saying that no, now? No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. I don't think I wasn't having fun. <laughs> but I wanted to make sure that no one was actually getting too rowdy or getting out of control to where they were creating major problems for themselves, as also for us. If there was TMZ for the 90s, oh, we, we all would be in trouble. We all would be in trouble. I can't even imagine. We all would be in trouble. If there was Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat and everything else. Oh, Lord have mercy. Claude. The 70s, 80s Raiders, I know they oh. got down. But where do you think the 90s Cowboys ranks in terms of all-time party teams? I think we invented party. Ooh. You had the house. I mean, you know what? I think Isn't it even, funny the that- Cow- even the Cowboys before my day, Hollywood Henderson and, and, and on and on. I mean, even the Cowboys before my day, for some reason, I think every city and every NFL city. Yeah. Their teams have a good time in their city. I would hope so. Yeah, I mean, you're you living have that to. life. How can you not? All right, I lied. I have one more question. I apologize to all the people. Charmin, Charmin, you should buy Charmin if you're wiping your ass. You should use Charmin. It's the best. <laughs> it is the best. It is the softest. And they have like double rolls and they have bears. Like, what else do you need? Charmin. I think that got me one more question. Uh, my, <laughs> my last question for you is going to be I'm a firm believer that every owner in the NFL runs their team based on how they made their money. Jerry Jones made his money in oil drilling. In a risky business. And what I think is, he kind of like, is like, let's drill there. Oh, it hits. And then he's celebrating. Like, Dan Snyder made his money off putting advertisements in buildings. Like, useless and solely for money. And that's how he runs the team. The Cleveland Browns owner, they just got $92 million of fraud investigation. And you wonder why the Browns aren't doing well. I think there's a correlation have you ever had a time where you looked at Jerry at the way he was doing something or even just hanging out with him and you went, that man made his money in oil? Just like completely spur of the moment, like, let's do this. See, I would say Jerry Jones made his money in real estate and minerals mm. because oil, you have to have the land to, to, in order to drill on That's true. Then you have to have the minerals underneath it to know that there's oil there. Okay. So he did it in a combinational way. So and he's still doing it, and he's still doing it in a combinational way because you have the star yeah. that he bought the land back in the '90s, and he's just not building on it. He had the foresight to buy land just north of the star, where where he built Starwood, which yeah. is a residential community. And he was a real estate guy all around through Austin and everywhere else part of Texas, yeah. and even outside of Texas. And so when he got the Cowboy Stadium, it's a real estate transactional play, right? He just created an entertainment venue for everybody. So now he has two entertainment venue venues, the Cowboys, uh, the, the, the AT&T Stadium, right. and the Star now. He is fascinating to And me, the Star is all about mixed use and everything else. has retail, restaurants, and ho- hospitality there. And if you look around the Star, you have multifamily and everything else. Is he the he greatest is, party thrower ever? Oh. If you give the Jones family <laughs> eight weeks, eight months... 
to prepare for a nice little event. Oh, man. It's going to be off the charts. Bieber's performing. U2's performing. I might even get up there and perform. Eminem singing You dance. might even bring Michael Stray in and, and, and along with uh, uh, his Magic Mike friends. <laughs> get, get the dancing with the stars. The fact that Michael Stray had to dance with the Magic Mike is unbelievable. Emmett is here today again because of Charmin. I appreciate you so much for coming in and talking about random shit with me. You are the man. Congratulations uh, on everything that you're doing and all your success. Hall of Famer, absolute legend, Emmett, you're the man. Thank I you. can't I even let you shit on the Eagles. No, no. We can wipe it off with Sherman though. Oh, there <laughs> <it is. laughs> Emma Smith. Check him out. So you're telling me Emmett's last game was against Chris Sims from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, I had Ernest Graham open on a blitz play. I called the right audible. I was like, oh, they're in deep trouble. And as I was dropping back to throw it to Ernest Graham to win the football game, I said, you know, this is Emmett's last game. Let me just be a little inaccurate and lose this one for him. Give Emmett a good sign-off. No, it pisses me off. Yeah, it was incomplete. He shouldn't have won his last game. I missed a throw that I should not Uh, have missed. He told me that I asked him who would win in the fight, Leonard Davis or Larry Allen, and he said Larry Allen would kick the shit out of him. Oh, man, that's But they're both enormous. Enormous. Leonard's the biggest guy I ever played with. Yeah, That was cool. Thank you to Emmett. Thank you to Sean. Emmett yeah. talking about Larry Fitzgerald and Quan Bolden was super cool. Now, Terrell Davis, the NFL Network, came here via K Jewelers. Really cool conversation talking about the Hall of Fame, playing with migraines in the Super Bowl, and just kind of overall what he thinks about Frank Gore. Really cool conversation. Here's our combo with Terrell Davis. Do you guys have like a gaudy ring? Because like, you see the Patriots rings. Like, it, like, I do do people that have the rings? Do you guys look at other Super Bowl rings and go, oh, look but what they, they did? But Emmett can't talk because they were one of the first offenders of the gaudiness. Exactly. You know, them and the 49ers, they were yeah. the ones that started like in the early 90s. Yeah, the they, Barlow, the Barlow started doing that. Right. Um, they, I know they won up my dad's rings for sure, the, the, both those teams. Well, it's, it's, it's every year. Yes. It's every year we're going to outdo the next team. Right. I saw the Broncos Super Bowl 50 ring. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, I know. I wanted to trade mine in. I was so embarrassed. Really? Oh, yeah. I said, can I trade mine in to up, get them up? They should do that. If you, gonna, if you make a better ring mm. and, you know, and, you, and you win one, you should going. upgrade all the rings. Uh, we're, I'm counting this. This this interview has already started. It's already started. And, uh, and your first two rings are Terrell cool Davis, anyways. Hall of Fame running back for everybody that doesn't know his voice, which you should. Number 30. Yeah. Salute. Salute. That is a timeless celebration now that I think about it. So every week we have Sims rank the best celebrations of the week. Currently Golden Tate's elbow drop is number one and the Steelers the bench brace. Yes, exactly. Right. But you, I mean, um, you and Mike Anderson with the Well, salute? that's what I'm missing. Yeah. I want something like that because that used to like piss people off. That's where I'm talking about where I say I want guys to do one thing too because they would, uh, anybody that played you back in the day was like, I don't want to see they didn't want me doing salute it. it. They right. didn't want me right. doing it and that's and that was great to do it. Yeah. We go into Kansas City, you go into Oakland. Right. Yeah. You, do you think they wanted me doing that? No. Salute? Never. No. Heck no. So it, it gave our team motivation because they wanted to be able to do it. Right. And the other team, they got motivation because they didn't want us doing they it. Didn't yeah. want, it's like Ezekiel and it's doing the, the it's feed the me. Perfect in, it's the perfect sort of in-your-face celebration. Yes. It's, it's, it's classy. Yeah. Right. It's, it's short. You're not taunting anybody. You just go up there and salute, and they just get upset. Bam. Yeah. Almost as classy like as the Hall of Fame ring you're wearing. And we have uh, actually Jerry Rice's Hall of Fame ring in front of us. Yes. K Jewelers makes this happen. Yes. And you're here with them today. I'm here with K Jewelers. I'm excited. They're the number one jewelry store in America. 
Whoop, right? whoop. Can America. I get a discount for my whoop, wife's whoop. Christmas yes, you, gifts? You probably can, right? <laughs> They're the official jewelry store of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And, of course, they, they've been trusted to make this beautiful ring. It's called the Ring of Excellence, and it's really one of three icons that is given to a Hall of Famer, you know the that, one, the jacket, and the bust, and the bust, and the bust. Right. Yeah, man. So this do you get is your a, own bust too? Yeah, I got mine last month. Where is it in the yes. house? I can't tell you where it is. <laughs> I would use it like I put it like, like as a matter of fact. You know where it is? Home alone in the window to scare it's, people. It's actually at the foot of my bed. Oh, so you couldn't even you weren't sh- actually really even sure where it was. Actually, I thought you were saying you couldn't tell me in case I was going to break into your <laughs> oh, house no. and steal it. No, it's at the foot of my bed. So when I wake up, I get to see his. You know, oh I, man, I get to see him every day. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Listen, say. man. It, right now, no, seriously. Right now, it's it's in a box. Okay, it's in a box, and uh, I'm trying to find a, a perfect place for it. That's yeah. That's what I'm trying to find right, right. I think All you should make it like the Clemson Rock, where you got to like touch your Rub head as you walk out before the garage. Kiss the yeah. head. Right. I'm put well, you have like at your house, you have some like Greek head, like in your house. Yeah, I don't know. You do? but that, well, yeah, it's, it's his my wife, fucking decorated. wife. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, what do you? What? I just give her money and she buys <laughs> she shit. Buy, that's okay. what happens. That's okay? true. Hey, I, yeah. listen, I understand. You're that. there, right? Aren't you? <laughs> I don't even have to give my wife money. She's gonna take it. Take it. I'm learning. I got my credit card. I'm like, where these charges come from? Hey, sweetie. Didn't we talk about sort of saving? Yep. K yeah. Jewelers, where Terrell Davis's wife goes to shop. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. What it, has this year been like for you? It's been you know, it's been great, man. I have been on Cloud Nine since February. You got the Hall of Fame that was in August, and I went to, you know went back to my college, University of Georgia. The yeah. Bulldogs. How about them dogs right now? Uh, was able to go back to see a game and be honored there. Went to my high school last week, got honored at my high school. Holy crap. And then in February, it was the last of the uh, events would be being honored at Long Beach State. Wow. Which a lot of people don't know. I went to Long Beach State before Georgia, yeah. so I'm going back there to get honored there. So, And the fun part about that is not me being honored. I think it's fun to share those moments with people who have impacted my life. Right. You probably walk into right. your high school and there's like your English teacher that's right. still t- teaching there. And she's right. like, I remember you. I see. You're right. And so you see the the the, the, the looks on their face, right? Yeah. And the pride, pride. The pride that they pride. have of how they were like, you know what? When you were in math class and I helped you in math class. I knew and, something and, was And there. they have somebody who says, I wrote your term papers for you. I'm like, you sure did. Thank yeah. you very much. I appreciate that. <laughs> That's awesome, <laughs> but you love you love that number two thousand in math class. Yes. Isn't that funny? Is, is it, yeah, you you were gonna get two thousand so yards. That, that's the best part. That's did, awesome. did you think you no, were gonna actually no. get in? Yeah, I mean because there, you know of course it was great debate. You're one of the best running backs I ever saw. I questioned whether you would get in. Right. I honestly questioned whether you deserved to get in. I'm not trying to be a jerk. No, you were the man. I was there at that's, Super Bowl thirty one. Yeah. I was in person. I mean that was an amazing. You and your migraines and and coming oh, back yeah, and doing incredible. that. Um, and and you won the Super Bowl for them. But I, I did wonder. And did you're you, one. Yeah. Did you're you one of the most interesting debates of all uh, time. It, it was, and I was aware of it. You know, I'm in television too, so of I, course so the debates come out. Right. Not only is my name being mentioned, I have to be in the middle of them. Yeah. So it forced me to go back and really have to look at my worthiness. Credentials, yeah, right. Say, yeah, right. No, what was that it? like? It's, it's weird. I'm going to tell you that, man. I'm not a guy. I'm a team guy. Yeah. If you ever talk to me, I'm always talking about we, we, we. Yeah. And it's the first time in my life I was forced to say I mm. and me, right? right? Because voters want to hear you say I and me. Right. And I had to make a case for myself to play it was weird, but hey, after a while, so to answer your question, yeah. initially, right? First year comes out, I make the semifinalist. Right. 
go through that, I'm excited as hell because sure. I think that I got a chance. That's a big deal. You go through year after year, you get to that list, and then you, I did, I wasn't getting any further. So I'm like, I was getting a little discouraged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So by year six or seven, I said, I don't think it's going to happen. Right. You know, my name was getting further and further behind. There were guys coming in. They were going in. And I'm like, okay, it's not going to happen. Right. If it does happen, it's probably going to be more of a senior candidate. Right. And um, Damn. so I kind of lost a little, a little faith. Yeah. But then I'm driving down the street one day, and it's the time where they announce the finalists. And it shows up on my phone. What area? I made, I made the finals that year. Right. I almost crashed my truck. My wife <laughs> oh. was in the passenger seat. I'm like, hey. I'm like, oh. She's like, what? What happened? I said, I made it to the finals. Good for you. And I remember that moment, man. We stood on the side of our road. My wife and I, we hugged, and I got a little emotional. I got a little emotional. You should, should. I'm ready to cry right now. Listen to you. You know what I'm saying? So, so (laughs) because it represented some progress, that it was hope that I might be able to make it as a modern day player instead of a fi- instead of a uh, you know a senior camp. And then every year people like me going, do you think this is the year? Right. Which so, we get so and that, annoyed. And that, and, but it was great. He was here's what was great about it. You were talking about me. Right. Ooh. I was in the conversation. Right. Years before, nothing. Nothing, right. I was never a guy that they debated whether he should or should not be in. So once there was conversation about it, I felt good about it because then I can come onto the show and then we can debate it. Yeah. And then I can probably say something to a selector who didn't think maybe he missed out on uh, on a detail. Maybe it's, you know, maybe I can plant a seed that, hey, you know, playoffs are kind of important. Right. right. You know, when you dominated in them all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I appreciate that. Yeah. And, you know, for me, it just the one thing I walk away from football knowing and I can I can rest my head and I can die tomorrow and I feel good about even if I didn't get the Hall of Fame was the way my teammates teammates felt about me. Yep. If my teammates can speak highly of me and say, well, you know what, we respect Terrell because every game he brought it. Right. That was my only goal is, to, is to earn the respect of my teammates. I just realized this. So I was raised an Eagles fan. I've told this story many times. I wanted a Cowboys jersey when I was younger. My dad said, sure, you just can't come in the house. <laughs> I never had any jerseys. I only had one other jersey. It was a Jerry Rice Niners jersey growing up. My dad got me and my brother for the holidays one time two jerseys in Elway and a Terrell Davis where we got the new jerseys and I had Terrell Davis. I'm just realizing this right now. This is nuts. I was like 11 or 12 and that's the jersey that I got and I'm realizing, damn. And I would catch passes, and I would blow past people, and I would just... It was a challenge flag. He didn't blow by anybody. <laughs> What's he talking so, about? So that, that, Do not that, that detail, on that my detail out. was fabricated. He yeah, blew you past think, somebody. No, sorry. Bear yeah. Jew didn't blow by anybody yeah, I, over I, there. I, listen, and I, I was thinking like he blew past him. I don't need you questioning. There's a big story we're connecting. Hey, you had me when you said... You got my jersey for Christmas. Because it was the new that. one. It was, was those done. Broncos with like the things coming Gosh, up the side. There's so many things I want to ask you about. I don't go even ahead. know where to yeah, go. Where do you want to go, go first? Go well, for it. Because, of course, I mean, I was at Super Bowl 32. All right. I mean, I know your history because I'm a, a football fan and I know the Shanahan's. Uh, all right. This is the first thing I want to ask you. Recent hot topic Frank Gore. Frank yes. Gore's never had one year as good as any of your years. He's the right. bizarro Terrell but Davis. he's going to be statistically up there because of longevity and sustained, I'm going to say, goodness, not right. greatness. It's like the opposite of you, right. like he just said. Yeah. So where does that go? Nice job. <laughs> Man, here's the deal. Um, there's What I've learned this year yeah. is that there's more than one way to reach the top. Mm. When I look at, here's the measurement that I sort of, the test that I look at. 
I've seen Frank Gore play, what is it, 28 years now he's been playing? He's been playing forever, <laughs> yeah, right. it seems like. Every year I see Frank Gore, he is the, the typical underdog. Right. But his, his play, is, it's steady. Right. He's a consistent, steady player. You can count on him performing every game, every year. Yeah. It's steady. Now, he doesn't wow you with... You know, 70 yard, yard runs right. and things. Yeah. No, no, that's, that's yeah. not his game. Right. But he's going to finish top 10 all time. He's going to finish top 10. And that's and, and if, you're, you have to, if you're talking about like criteria, there's, there's a few check marks. Yeah. That is part of it. Yeah. That is part of it. That's, that's his resume of playing long and being the guy. Because he, he's never the guy every year you say, no. who's the best back in, in the league? Right. His name never comes up. Never. Right? I know. Even in like top. Even in his top years with the 49ers, the it still wasn't like he was He was maybe six, seven, eight running back you thought about, but not in top five. Exactly. Right. And, and so that's what I remember. But when I watch Frank and I know when they play, yeah. the one check mark that I can say when you say run game, yeah. uh, he's going to be there. Yeah, right. That man's going to show up. Right? Just fight who's the quarterback and what team he's playing on. Yeah. Frank Gore's going to be there. So to me, he's a Hall of Famer. Now here's okay, the deal. Good. Yeah. All right. uh, is he now, and the next question is, is he a, you know, First four or five year guy, right. probably not. Right, but Frank Gore is going to be a Hall of Famer. Okay, yeah. all right, good. I'm glad to hear you say that. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's also so rare for a running back to last that long today. Like oh, that in me. itself is an incredible. It is. Yeah, I mean, t- I respect that. If yeah. you can play this game, yeah, and play as long as he's played it and stay healthy, man. Listen, we all wish we can do that. Yeah. We all can't do that. I, and, even, had, and, even, and even if you did, here's the other. Here's the other thing. Even yeah. if you were healthy. There's a lot of guys that were healthy, but they didn't play football. Yeah, they they couldn't make the team. Right, they weren't productive. Right. So we we look at a guy and say, well, he played this long, and he you know he had the fortune of staying healthy. No, he was good. Well, the amazing thing about you, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. Just to add to this story though, this, the, you and Frank Gore, college knee injuries. Yeah. I mean, that's what just jumps out to me. I mean, it, it, you, what you could have been if you didn't have to make the tackle on the greasy throw that interception. Yeah. Damn greasy. Yeah, I know. Man. Freaking greasy. <laughs> greasy. I mean, what the hell were you thinking? Man. Uh, Grease is my guy. I played with him. In I Tampa. know. That's, that's my man, too. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, do you think about sometimes what your career could have been? If you've, okay, so, so you've experienced that with your spleen. Definitely. I mean, it's, it'll eat at me forever. And I ain't getting in the call. Let, let me tell you yeah. what, what eases that a little bit. Okay. Yeah, right. And okay. the other two rings. So, yeah, those other two rings. I think, and, and of course it did because it got to a point where I used to wonder, man, is this going to affect what you know how the viewers see my career? Right. You know, if I can, I had one guy on my team who interviewed me and he posed the question. He said, if you could have uh, three more years, would you trade your two thousand yard season for three more years of fifteen hundred yards? Hmm. And that was a great question. Yeah, that is a good question. Because I'm like, wow, I get fifteen more. I get three more years at fifteen hundred, right? Yeah, which will push me over. Which will yards. push me basically uh, at ten thousand, right? Yeah. Huh, man, that sounds. Del- I mean, that's that's now that that boosts the resume, right? I don't know if it's better than that two thousand yard season. Ain't, but, but I said at the end of the at the end of the day, I love my career. Yeah, every minute of it, from the tackle, from everything that's happened, the short career, because it was short. And I don't use the word short. I say efficient. Right. It was efficient, yeah. and I was able to accomplish so much in a short period of time. That why would I want? Why would I chance another career doing something right. when I have no idea how it's going to turn out? Right. Well, there's been a lot of good short careers. Gail Sayers was an incredible short yeah. career. Mm-hmm. Jim Brown was shorter than we would have liked. Barry right. Sanders was shorter Nine than we years, would have liked. Yeah. 
it's kind of the running back position. In, in well, a way. Jim Brown and Barry Sanders walked away from football. They did. I know. I got kicked out of the sport. My question also is this. Every time we watch the NFL Network, Sims and I always crack up because it's, I'm here with seven Super Bowl champions and four Hall of Famers. That's right, baby. And it's like every time <laughs> it's just right. the awards. I'm a firm believer. Like, we had Isaac Bruce, and he's campaigning now, and they have to get out there in the media. Do you think the NFL Network, when they're hiring talent, goes, we can help you get to the Hall of Fame because you're on TV a lot? I'm not saying it's going to impact, but you just said you get to be on TV a lot to make your case. And now if you're on TV, it kind of helps you be relevant with Kurt Warner and stuff. There is no question about um, being on television and being on the forefront of somebody's brain when when they're voting. But I don't I, think that pushes it over, but it's on the forefront as well. It does, right? So, so, so for an example, um, if I'm a voter and I have names right in front of me, and there's names that I haven't seen or heard from in a long time, right? Like m- my eyes probably would draw more towards a guy that I've seen, and, yeah, and that it reminds me, like, oh yeah, I just saw TD yesterday. Oh yeah, like it reminded me. Yeah, I, I, I spoke to TD on my I radio think it's show. A thing. I would if I worked at NFL Network. That's how I would sell it to people. All right. So, so Steve Atwater, very good friend of mine. Yeah, that's my boy. I talked to Steve Atwater this year, and Steve made the finals one time. Right. And then he didn't make it. I said, Steve, I, I talked to him. I said, you got to get into TV and radio. Yeah. I said, it doesn't make your career any better. All it does is just remind people. Yes. That you remind were them about you kicking ass. Even if it takes them to just, oh yeah, Steve Atwater. Let me go to Google. Let me research Steve. Exactly. Let me Google like, that Okoye hit yeah, one more yeah, time. Yeah, like <laughs> let, let me refresh my memory. Right. Oh yeah. Yes. That's 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 what it does. I was in television. I got in in two thousand and three. Okay. So I've been in for a while, and there's no question that every year the topic comes up, the NFL Network has me come on, and the, and I'll talk about my feelings about that. Right. Do I think that helped? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's so interesting. Yeah. It, it goes back because we'd love it to be yes or no, that's easy. But there's all it's these because it's the so, writers it's so and all that hard. stuff. It's so yeah. difficult. I, you guys do it every year. You get the top 25 every year, right? Yep. You get the top 15 every year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you guys try to pick your top five? He does. He's I, actually pretty good at it. Yeah. Did, did you pick them the last three years? I mean, I don't think I got all of them, okay, but that's I was, the problem. you're right. But I got, but like, I got a few. He didn't think Jerry Jones should have been in. Right. I don't think, oh, you mean the billion-dollar owner who's protecting his interest to get more billions? Oh, what a contributor <laughs> he is. Oh, that's amazing. Hey, oh. that's my classmate. Yeah, stop I talking know. about Jerry. Yeah, you stop that. Yeah, yeah whatever. You stop that right All right, you get, you get one more. All right, one more? Okay. <laughs> okay, sorry. Go quick. I'm, it's going to be one long one. There you go. You're the man. All right. Best running back you ever saw in person. And who's the best running back in the NFL right now? Like, who's the guy? The best person? Barry Sanders. Okay. Uh, that's, that's That was just amazing, one. right? Yeah, I okay. saw Barry play. I'm like, wow. Like, that was incredible. <laughs> like, I remember that game, too. Like, I couldn't sit down. Normally, you know, your defense is on the field. You're, what are you rest. Doing? You're, You're sitting resting, down resting, right. talking, on the screen. Working, working a game plan for the next series. Right. I, it was must-see TV. Yeah. Like, you had to see Barry play. Uh, the best running back now. I'll throw names out. Just, I got a list uh, here. Just to, you know, McCoy, Todd Gurley, Le'Veon yeah, Bell, Ezekiel Elliott. Okay, so I would say a guy. It, to me, it, and this is, I guess, the way you're framing this right. is. To me, it's still. I mean, it's Adrian Peterson because he's playing now. Okay, it's not that he's playing his the, best football now, right? But he's still the to me when you're talking about well, like, yeah, yeah. That's well, how about the, right I get now? you. Okay, but yeah. so, but okay, you're right. So I know that you're right about that. You're exactly yeah. right. Le- but who's Le- the guy that you Le- think is the highest level right now? Uh, Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, yeah. Just because of all Bell. the things he can do. Right? Oh my goodness, man. I know. Right? I, I'm so jealous of that dude's skill set. Dude. It <laughs> don't even make sense. Like you watch him run, and and you just wish you had that kind of patience, man, to stop. 
and just sit there and smoke a cigar right in the hole. <laughs> right. And then and just then and break then go somebody's from ankles. zero to sixty in like points, you know, point zero seconds. Yeah. And it's it's man, it's it's amazing, man. The, the dude is phenomenal. And he's just he has all the tools. He can catch soft hands, he can block, very good patience, man, right. vision, balance, you name yeah. it. He he checks the and box. And he's huge. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's huge. Yeah, he's, yeah. I, one more question, Josh. K Jewelers, it's the greatest thing ever. You need to go K Jewelers. Spend Look at all your rings. money for your wife. Spend your money. K Jewelers. Spend your money at K. It's the best. Every kiss begins with K. There you go. Uh, so I do that so that I can ask one more question and your people don't get upset at <laughs> me. Right. Uh, he was saying that a lot of the Zeke detractors were like, oh, Ezekiel Elliott had a really good offensive line. You had a really good offensive I line. Yeah. And we see now with like Alfred Morris, okay, they're not Zeke. The, the, yeah, the, a 10 yard run by Alfred. Morris, I, or, or your backup running back at the time, people don't realize, oh yeah, there's a hole, but Terrell Davis, yeah, the backup running, they had got 10 yards, and that's a great run, but Terrell Davis or Ezekiel Elliott would have made it a 40-yard run, yeah, and yeah. I hate that. I, I'm with you with that, yeah, man. Okay. It's like, come on, dude. Like, I get it. Yeah. I get it. The old lines, they're good. My offensive line was 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 fantastic. Yeah. Right? They were awesome. Um, but, you know, we had guys like, you know, we had Orlando, uh, Orlando Scary. You know, Mike, you know, Mike Anderson sure. played well. Yeah, uh, who came in? I think the difference it is there's, there's a difference. Yeah, there's there, a difference. There's, there's certainly a difference. You could make plays that Orlando's Gary couldn't. Not to be disrespectful of him, but he might have hit that same hole and get tackled for seven, and you get through untouched because you were faster or had quicker. You know, you were quicker, whatever it yeah, might be. Yeah. So Zeke's case, man, it's listen. You're not. If you're saying that there's no difference, then. I don't know what game you're you, watching. You, you don't know, yeah, you don't yeah, know sport. Yeah, you don't know, know football. Right. That that dude is just, he He's brings a, a totally different skill set to the game. His I mean, I, I can go on and on, man. Yeah. So you you see it when it's happening. And yeah. the offensive linemen know it. Right. You talk to old linemen about no doubt. running backs. They they realize that a good back erases a lot of sometimes with a bad uh, offense. Now, a good line may make some mistakes. Right. And nobody sees that and mm. the back makes he makes up for it. Yes. By making somebody miss, breaking right. the tackle. Right. And then it's like, oh, the line blocked from really? Yeah, no, he there was nothing tw- there. He had twenty yards. He just broke three tackles. Right. So now right. it's the O line. Yeah, okay, right. I get it. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. no. All right, cool. Zeke's well, a beast, man. We were the O line, and Terrell Davis hit the hole and hit it hard. K Jewelers making this possible. You're the best. They have shiny objects that you need that people that you love like. <laughs> K Jewelers <laughs> Hall of Fame. Terrell Davis, Jerry Rice. Thanks for letting them parade your ring Anytime. around. <laughs> TD, you're the man, Anytime. dude. Yeah, Thank we you so appreciate much. it. Thank you. Appreciate, yeah, it. appreciate you, dude. You're the man. All right. When I saw Terrell Davis walk in, I thought he could play right now. Phenomenal shape. Huge. Well, I mean, running backs in general, they're the freakiest people on earth with their muscle structure, the athletes they are, the explosion. Yeah, he could definitely still beat us in a race, no doubt about it. He would kick my ass. Yeah, well, for sure. Yes. (laughs) All right, guys, check us out on Twitter, Instagram, of course, Sims and Lufko. Check us out on YouTube. Really search Sims and Lufko. We're going to be there. Episode 145 will be coming out tomorrow. Love you all so much for Sims. Peace out, homies. As you can say, good night, everyone. I will say the L-E-F-K-O-E. Man. Talk to you later.